Hello everybody, welcome back to the second part of our palette training series. I'm Ahmed and today we are going to talk about the physical and the mental preparation for a uh, sensory training, a sensory um, exam or a sensory competition. If you remember, in the first part we talked about the kind of technical aspect of uh, training such as tasting side by side different coffees and slowly increasing the difficulties ranging from different origins to different processes, roast level and then blends. If you uh, want to know more about it, feel free to check out our uh, first video or the part one of the uh, pilot training. In this video, we are going to talk about how to basically optimize and have the best ability to uh, taste coffee because sensory and the sensory skill and sensorial approach is a very unique discipline. It's not as pragmatic as kind of straightforward discipline as other disciplines, for example. If you take, let's say, engineering or accounting, it's either black or white. Here, you may have the skills, the tasting skills, the taste buds, uh, all those things, but sometimes some external element may disturb you and you lose your entire ability. But before uh, this part, before all those little tips and kind of suggestions, it's important to have the first part right, right? Uh, it's important to know the difference between a wash and natural, the difference between a high-grown African coffees and low-grown Brazilian coffees, and then we increase the difficulty. So this is, once again, the part one. But I emphasize that we need to know that technical aspect of it in order to be able to get better, better. Because here, I'm just going to kind of um, almost like cut some of uh, the bad weeds around us and uh, in order to have the best ability uh, to taste coffee. But that ability needs to be there first and foremost. All right, it's almost like a um, football or soccer player. Uh, you need to train and work hard almost every day. Uh, in order to have that skill set uh, before going on stage or on the field, right? Same thing with a sensory um, skills or sensory profession, right? You need first that technical aspect, and then here we will talk about the preparation. We are going to divide it into two subparts. I know I love doing parts, part one, the technical, part two, the preparation, and within this part two, two subparts. The first is the physical and everything related to um, you know, energy, mouth, uh, nose, olfactory, taste buds. And the second is more um, mental, emotional. So, the physical part. And I'm going to divide it into four little points here. The first is your energy level and your stamina. Because your brain consumes a lot of energy. It actually consumes about 20% of your daily uh, sort of energy uh, expenditure, if you, if you want to call it like that, and doing a focused effort, it can go up to 60%. Uh, as an example, there are some elite chess players, when they focus for like 7, 8, 10 hours, they consume somewhere between five and 6,000 calories. That's like three average uh, human uh, diet uh, in just one, one game. And that's because your brain consumes a lot of um, power. Uh, and if you notice, when you are tasting coffee or when you're in actively um, cerebral activity, well, you get tired after that. After a huge cupping session, after a training, after a lot of uh, coffee, 
that you taste, it's not just your palate that is getting um, fatigued, but also your brain, because you are focusing a lot. So, eat enough food. I mean, it sounds really basic, but make sure you eat your meals. Make sure you have enough energy to be able to process that. Another thing that helps is caffeine and coffee. Obviously, uh, caffeine wakes you up and increases uh, the, um, the connection between the neurons. So uh, the cognitive, yeah, that's what I was looking for, the cognitive um, aspect of your brain. So it's really important to have your cup of coffees, uh, eat enough to be able to really process all this information uh, correctly. As an example, I was training for cup tasters and um, I didn't want to drink too much coffee before because I was scared that my palate will be fatigued, but I was so tired and I completely messed up. And today I actually uh, had one cup like an hour before and my score was perfect. So make sure you have, you know, your coffee, enough food to be able to, uh, for your brain to function correctly. Second point is hygiene. And hygiene is really important. And here I'm just gonna cover some basics like odor, right? Body odor, external odor, any smell really uh, affects your ability to taste and to be accurate. Bad smell like bad body odor, but also good smell like perfume affects how you taste things. Because as you know, most of what we're tasting are from our nose, our olfactory uh, sense. Second little sub point about hygiene is the mouth and usually that's why we talk about taste buds um, because you have different kind of taste buds, uh, namely the T2RS, for example, for bitterness and they're located in several parts of your tongue and just making sure that you are cleaning your mouth, making sure that it's not overly uh, hot in your, in your mouth when you burn your tongue while you're losing your sensitivity a little bit. So taking care of that is important and then nose, um, because that's what you smell from, but also that's where uh, most of our flavors come from. The olfactory aspect is super important and make sh try to avoid pollution. Pollution really affects a lot our nose, not just our health uh, in terms of the NOx and all the carbon dioxide, but also in our ability to smell. Um, and not just during a cupping session, because I know that during a cupping session or training, we want to control the environment, and that's, that's good, that, that's great. But also outside of the cupping table, in our daily life, making sure that we have, we have a pure air, as pure as possible. And I know that, unfortunately, that's not something we can control. Third little point in this physical aspect is rest. And that's something I, I work a lot, especially this year, we have actually seven kinds of rest. The physical, the mental, the sensory, the creative, emotional, social, and spiritual. I um, describe and dig into each one of those in our Patreon page. So if you wanna learn more about resting, um, check out our Patreon where I have a full video on each one of the seven type of rests. But rest is really important to really kind of calm your mind, your body, and all the seven aspects of, uh, of our life because that helps basically be more aware. The idea here is not to taste better, but just be, be more aware of our, um, of our moment so that when you taste, you're actually tasting better. Because remember here, we're not trying to taste better. We're just trying to have the best ability to taste. First, the technical, once again. Last part of this physical aspect is 
something about the, the taste bud, but more like towards the diet. And, um, and that is because it affects our sensitivity. And I'm not trying to say that we need to eat this or that, just try to have a broad, you know, a spectrum of flavors uh, and uh, try to try everything and try not to be too sweet, too salt, salty, spicy, uh, umami, bitter, just any extreme basically. Avoid any super extreme because it's going to create some, it's going to build up your sensitivity. sensitivity. Imagine if you eat a lot of, uh, well, like, like caffeine, right? We drink a lot of coffee, right? Two, three, four cups. One cup doesn't really do anything to us anymore unless you do a sort of uh, caffeine detox. Well, same thing with other food. If you eat a lot of sweet foods all day long, all day long, and you have a sweet uh, dessert or sweet cake, it's just regular for you. It's not superly sweet. Uh, and you need always more and more and more and more sweet to, be, uh, to have this impression of sweetness. So in order to kind of bring your sensitivity a little bit to a neutral, just eat everything. Eat salty, eat sweet, eat, eat bitter, eat umami, eat a little bit of everything in proportion and not too much in intensity. That's it. So that was the physical part, remember? Energy, hygiene, rest, and uh, diet. All right, and after the physical part, let's talk about the mental and emotional aspect of this video. And this encompasses things like anxiety, stress, fear, and confidence. And this is really important because we can be the best in our uh, abilities and capabilities as a barista, a roaster, a farmer, a player, a pianist, whatever. But if we are losing those abilities when uh, we, it's actually time to make a cup of coffee, when it's actually time to play, well, all we've been working for is kind of bothered and tainted by those things like fear and anxiety and, and stress. And it's up to each one of us to decide to deal with those aspects of our mental states. And this is kind of a homework for you. It's, there's no like so one solutions. Everyone needs to find their own solution to uh, try to avoid fear, try to uh, be less stressed and have no anxiety. One thing, for example, to me, to deal with fear is that let's say I'm afraid of doing something, right? What would I do? What would I be five years or 10 years from now or three years from now if I'm not doing this? If, if that person I'm seeing, which is myself in two years, three years, five or 10 years is all right with it, then that's fine. Maybe that thing is not that, that important. But maybe sometimes you fear things that you need to do in order to change the trajectory of your life. So that's kind of my, the thing I, I use to kind of avoid fear and, and realize that things we fear are actually not that, that kind of uh, scary. Uh, but there's a lot of techniques and everyone can really use what works the best for you. But it's important to take it seriously because that will build the confidence that then will improve your, um, your ability to uh, make a cup of coffee, taste, etc., etc. So that mental aspect and that emotional aspect is really going to help you uh, remove all those bad weeds in order to perform better at what you do. So to sum up here a little bit, we uh, started to talk about 
um, why first that preparation is important because sensory is not like any other discipline. It's not black or white. Some days you really can taste well and perform better with your taste buds and sometimes no. And here I talked about all those external elements that impact and influence um, our, uh, our capabilities. We started by talking about the physical aspects such as the energy, the hygiene, rest and diet. And then a little bit of the mental and emotional aspect of it with anxiety, stress and fear, which kind of um, are the opposite of the confidence that we need when we taste uh, a coffee or taste anything for sensory exams or, or competitions, for example. So it's really important to kind of take that into consideration and slowly work on it. It's not something to rush. Uh, and once again, it doesn't matter if you really don't know how to first learn the tasting aspect of it. So the first part is really, really important, that technical aspect. And here we're just trying to kind of weed out those bad herbs in order to get the best uh, ability to taste here coffee. But it works with any other discipline. So thank you very much. If you want to learn more about um, the seven rests, check out our Patreon link in descriptions, as well as uh, more about the mental and emotional preparation. I also developed that more on Patreon. So uh, check it out and see you next time for another part of the palette training. Bye.